Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where we finished AVX 12. We finished it. The fight. There's more. We finished the fight. We yes. ma- like in the crossover reading guides, are there stuff that happens after this, or is it just the consequences and fallout issues? Um, I didn't actually um look that up. I will do that uh while we, we talk about this. But yeah, this is the big climatic or this is the fallout issue from the big climatic uh event that would happened in X Men eleven where Cyclops killed uh Xavier. Um yep. I'm going to be real with you, Gary. Cyclops. Our next issue after this says it's Wolverine and the X-Men number 18. <laughs> and oh. and just to just just a little <laughs> continuity issue that I have is that the last one we covered was 16. And Ooh, so I, I wonder if 18 is the one where they gives the eulogy or something. It's got to be. It's got to be like the coming yeah. back from the funeral or something. So that that probably makes some sense. Um and then AV We'll, we'll see. Let's do some scouting. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to have to look at this because like, there's AVX yeah. versus number six, which... Oh, I, I got to read that. I got to read that. Um, <laughs> Uncanny X-Men 1819, Avengers number 30, and then that five-issue AVX Consequences book, which uh, might we might end up covering, depending on how like meaty it is, that might just be like a one episode where we discuss whatever happens yeah. in that overall. Yeah. Uh, but we'll find out. We'll, we'll a couple we, more sessions. Yeah, we have a couple more sessions of this to to go. Um, I can't believe. I hope. And if you have things to say about the crossover, like we want that as well. Now is the time. Yeah, we'll do a feedback. We haven't done a yeah. feedback episode in a while, so like any of the recent MCU stuff, probably going all the way back to, I think we've did it on WandaVision. Um, probably with Black Widow. I think is where we. Uh, we I don't think we've done anything since Black Widow. So any MCU stuff you want mm-hmm. to talk about, any of the any of the AVX crossover events, um, X Men stuff in general that you are excited about, mm-hmm. um, send it our way. They delayed that X Men game, that tactics game, which is fine because I was not going to play it. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I like delays. Um, yeah, yeah, but I'm I'm still super excited to play it. I've been replaying X Men Legends one. Yeah, it's a uh, that game is fun as hell. Yeah. I need to uh, I need um, to play that because I think I bought those remasters. And I need to play them again. So. The uh, well, they didn't remaster the X Men ones. Oh, they remastered right. the Avengers ones. And those are also fun. Yeah, though. yeah. Uh, they have plenty of X Men. Those are probably my favorite, like beat 'em ups. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And we uh, we've been kicking around stuff we're gonna do after this. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had a couple ideas. Yep. Uh, I'll just say them out loud. We haven't decided yet, but just get people hyped. Um, doing some solo series. Mm-hmm. That was one of the ideas. So uh, doing uh, individual highlight series that characters have and just kind of doing the first arc and then jumping off if they're not good. Yes. You know, but a lot of X-Men have had solo series and that's uh, a half blind spot for me. Like they're, I've seen, I read some of them, but there are a lot of them I don't know very well. And some of that might be like, also, I didn't think about it when you were texting about this the other day, but like uh, you mentioned one specifically that was kind of goofy, like Gambit and the Ghost Rider, but like also there's a Gambit and Rogue series. So like some, some double ups too, yeah. not necessarily just solo books, but some like off. That's offshoots. supposed to be very good. Yeah. The Mr. and Mrs. X one. That's yeah. supposed to be really great. And I've never read it. Um, the other thing we were talking about doing is doing a tour of first appearances. Yeah. Uh, so like I've never read the Hulk issue that Wolverine appears in eh, it's his, okay. his first issue. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of this stuff isn't very good. I've read the first appearance of Gambit. Like he's real weird mm-hmm. in the first one. And it might be a cool way to see how characters change. Yeah. You know, um, like the first appearance of Bishop is really interesting. I remember being alive for that. <laughs> You know, and, and, and reading that. That's a weird way to phrase um, that, Gary. I remember being yeah. alive for that. Is, <laughs> yeah, well, I was dead. I was dead for the other one. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a, I've gone full comic character. I was an itch in my uh, daddy's pants on the, on the, on the, when, the, when they showed up for the second time, though. So, 
Oh yeah. Just, just a dad itch. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I read, uh, for the, my marvelous year podcast, I read the first appearance of multiple man. Nice. Just real weird. He goes and fights the fantastic four. I would, uh, um, I would do that podcast again. I need to tell those boys that I, I had a lot of fun talking about the, the Wolverine stuff. Um, I need to make, I need to figure out a way for you to read that Wolverine stuff that I read. Cause you would dig the fuck out of that stuff. Um, which one was it? It's the, uh, it's all the, it's the weapon X stuff by, um, shit. I'm Barry not- Windsor Smith maybe so barry windsor smith but the art is just fucking crazy it's real body horror it gets just out of the box it's and it's kind of like a self-contained weapon x thing and it's just really fucking good yeah, yeah. it's 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 probably the weapon x story from barry windsor smith yeah like that thing that, i've read that before it's a, okay. it's a classic yeah it's, it's fucking, super good i had never read it it's fucking great um yeah i should i should probably just tell you we should read that and do it on the podcast because we didn't yeah we could just also <laughs> do it on the podcast <laughs> yeah, we have a pod did you know jeremy that we have a podcast where we read x-men comics and we're currently trying to figure out what x well, comics to read next. you know we got to run everything we do past will and he's notoriously an anti, oh, sure. anti-x-men guy so it's really hard to get stuff approved to do yeah um yeah uh, so let's get into it yeah um uh, our cover is very iron man focused for some reason yeah uh, uh it's it's there um yeah he's a little jetpack and we've got hope and scarlet witch in the background kind of semi like combining their powers maybe a little bit and then just various x-men yeah. floating in space underneath them um it looks like they're literally floating in space um yeah there's a lot i have i think some of this is, is really fun there's a lot of problems i have with the way that this book articulates um because i I don't know what they were trying to get across to me with some of this world traveling stuff. It was really, really bizarre. Um, oh yeah. But, uh, we're going to get into it. Uh, I, I, the last issue of this, I liked a lot more. This is only cool to me once it ends, like when it's doing the denouement, mm-hmm. like I like how it's setting stuff up and everything, but actually what happens in here, I feel is frustrating. We start um, with, uh, st- kind of, a, kind yeah. of a sum up of Scarlet Witch doing the no more mutants thing. Uh, the Phoenix realizing that uh, coming to Earth, uh, a brief aside about hope and possibly being the the vessel for the Phoenix. Um, and we get a weird like um, symbol of the chaos magic. What is this fucking? Why can't I remember what the symbol is? The yin yang. The yin yang symbol of chaos magic and uh, the Phoenix Force over Earth, um, which is just a little. It's a little too Iron Fist for me. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> like, it, I don't like it, it. This whole issue is a little Iron Fist to it. It's also he's like all of us in embodied by two amazingly powerful women, and I I love women, you know, in just a general sense. It's just a weird thing to say. And then later when they like, there's some kind of gender thing that's going on. Like, and I I'm not trying to sound like a Reddit dude, but there's some kind of weird like these two ladies are doing it for themselves over Cyclops thing that one of the characters says later as well mm-hmm. that I just noticed. And it's not, it doesn't bother me because it's pro women. Like I'm pro women. It bothers me because it feels like a non sequitur a little bit and not tied into anything else. The book has set up at all. Okay. I, uh, yeah. I don't think so I picked up we'll, on the, we'll get into it on, on the women comment, but I'm, I'm interested to get there. Um, yeah, it's not a, it's not a huge deal. Like nobody cancel me. It's not a huge deal. <laughs> yeah. It's just this thing I noticed uh, when I was searching for themes of what this was meant to be. I was trying to figure out what this comic was actually like about about. Mm-hmm. And it was difficult. Yeah. Uh, so I was searching. <laughs> That's it's always going to be difficult um, when the answer to that question is selling comic books. Right. Like <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> selling comic, uh, selling comic books or just something as like absolutely ancient as power corrupts. Yeah. You know, like the oldest story that's ever been told. Uh, 
so Iron Man says, that's all I've got. You know, again, a, and this was three days ago. This is three days before the big, the fight we just saw. And this is like the fifth or sixth time in the series that he has told us that. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it keeps happening. Uh, and he's like, yo, I've reached the limits of science, which is a first, um, you know, we don't, we don't know what will happen. Uh, he starts saying like, we have to uh, get one and hope together and we have to have faith in them. And uh, Wolverine's like, that sounds like Iron Fist stuff. The most like relatable to, you know, Wolverine wouldn't say that because he's a samurai, mm-hmm. you know, like he's, he's into that Zen and, and all of that stuff. Uh, and him be, having faith is meant to be this like big sea change for Iron Man. Yes. Like he does not believe in magic. He only believes in technology. Um, and uh, Captain America is like, that's great that you have this, but it's not a practical solution. And he goes, you know, Cap, I think that they can answer. You know, we had to put all our faith in Scarlet Witch and hope. Um, what's frustrating about this is that they've known this forever. Yeah. Like, this this has been established that they were the ones who could hurt him over and over and over. I, I mean, uh, as soon as we series. saw that, like, Scarlet Witch was the only people, the only person that could d- d- just use her powers to affect the Phoenix people. And then we learned that Hope's entire fucking mutant power is is duplicating and enhancing mutant powers of other people it should have been pretty clear that you get put those two people in a room together <laughs> like i'm not saying that they need to do it like a three-man like a three-legged race or anything but get, tie their fucking legs together <laughs> that's all i'm saying yeah have them carry an egg and a spoon yeah <laughs> uh scarlet witch win this auction and you can force hope to do her entire cooking on this table um i just i just don't know why they're not using words for any of this stuff like the avengers all come off like idiots where they don't talk to each other mm-hmm. you know like i want i want my superheroes to come off as like slightly smarter than this uh this cuts over to scarlet witch checking in on hope you know and saying like hey we should probably be in that meeting they're talking about us uh and hope turns around and blames scarlet witch for this yes you know says like you know i, I can't blame them i blame you uh, she kind of backs down and he's like, no, you wiped out, you know, mutants. That's what started Cyclops on this path. And she basically says, like, I hate myself for that every day, but I, I can't do anything about it. Yeah. And I, I still don't really feel like a Scarlet Witch reckoning has happened no. in this. Uh, and we, we don't get one. And we get this, like, so, comedy beat after what is a very serious conversation to me um, of, you know, hope being forced to run and train to be a soldier her entire life, much like Cyclops, um, having this conversation with Wanda, who is like, well, can't do nothing about it. Killed a bunch of mutants. No yep. big deal. Um, and, then, yep. and then they turn that immediately into this like, oh, well, we got to, you know, they were working. To, uh, Iron Fist and Captain America are, are walking up and they're like, you know, I think they're going to work together. We got to get them on the same page. And they look up and they're like, oh, the women are fighting. What the? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a very it, it's, bad moment, I think. <clears throat> It's worth noting as well um, that like when it's like, oh, they did, he did, she didn't kill a bunch of mutants and she just depowered them. Uh, when they did uh, Decimation and M-Day, when they did those stories, there was a big emphasis on characters like who could fly, who lost their powers in the air yeah. and stuff. Like people did die. A lot of people died. It wasn't just like, oh, they didn't get to be cool superheroes anymore. It's also human life. Yes. You know, uh, as this happens, it cuts over to the fight where Dark Cyclops is just fucking housing everybody. 
Um, I love this art. I love Iron Man, uh, who is in the foreground. His armor is melting. Yes. Very cool. Uh, that looks so cool. Um, uh, very I, cool. I love any time that Hulk is being beat up and Hulk is being beat up right there. Yep. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's good. Two Hulks are being beat up. Two Hulks are being yeah. beat up. Um, and we're seeing kind yeah, the of the, good one a- and the bad one. We're seeing the aftermath of what happened when Cyclops turned into the dark Phoenix. Um, I said that weird. The Dark Phoenix, <laughs> when he turns into yeah. the, <laughs> the Dark, dark Phoenix, uh, and that like there's like apocalypse shit happening all across the world. Like we're we're literally getting yeah. like meteors and volcanic ash falling down at this point. Um, yeah. There's typhoons. There's earthquakes. Uh, his he's the oceans on fire. Oceans on fire. Like the world. He's tearing the world apart. Um, and then we jump over to Captain America, who has left the fight. And I just yep. I just want to say this out loud with my words because. <laughs> Captain America has spent um, a lot of time going up to Cap- going up to Cyclops and going, you're fucking wrong. You're a piece of shit. You're fucking wrong. You're a piece of shit. And then as soon as that actually works and Cy- Cyclops is like, you know what? Fuck you. I am a piece of shit. Captain America jumps on a fucking jet and leaves. He literally jets away from the entire situation. What a dick. Under, under the guise that we have to protect the earth from Cyclops. And I'm like, you fucking self-righteous prick, did it. man. I hate it. Yeah. Worst. Uh, you know they're, they're running away because they're going to go get their plan b weapon yes which we're going to talk about which it should have been their plan a uh and they're also going off to save people from tsunamis and shit um that's when we cut to around the world of them fighting i love them sending uh gambit and hawkeye to paris <laughs> gambit throws a card at a piece of debris blowing it up and Hawkeye is apparently going to shoot a piece of debris with an arrow, but fuck Paris, I guess. Yeah, fuck Paris. Pete Gambit and Hawkeye. The entire Eiffel <laughs> Tower so is on fire in the background. Like, <laughs> why didn't you send Iceman? <laughs> like, I know Iceman can't so be everywhere, funny. but uh, and yeah. and also like he kind of can. I guess but, but can. it it gets yeah, very funny. But it, uh, I don't understand this because and this and maybe I'm just missing something, right? Like, is is this like a significant amount of time that's happening? Like because no so the yeah it's pretty confusing so the, i think the idea is that uh the vendors and x-men scrambled to go save lives uh-huh. uh via teleportation probably okay off camera and they're intercutting it with showing how badass dark scott is because in the second panel he punches uh hulk over sydney i don't know where how they got to sydney they were in san that's, francisco that's what i was this is this is what i would like yeah the, why how did they get to australia from san francisco I mean, it's cool that he's punching Hulk from Sydney to fucking Sacramento. That's okay. Like it should be the other way around. It, yeah, <laughs> I think it's just because Sydney has an opera house, so we know where he's at. Yeah, it's really bizarre. Uh, but and then we see like Spider Man yeah. and Angel in Beijing, and I'm like, y'all, what? How how much time is happening? Like, it feels like it, it's Beijing, which is the Golden Gate Bridge over a big mountain with nothing on it. Yeah. Which I don't know if that's actually in Beijing. Never, but like the iconography gets real weird. Um, this feels it looks very like the much Gate like Bridge on the Moon. The last season of Game of Thrones, when uh, like all of the yes. slow prodding, like we actually have to walk to places, uh, gets thrown out for you know, home dude can run across the country in five minutes, and she can fly across in three. Uh, and it, yep. it feels very weird and and like oh we've got to we want to make because I think they do this gag where they punch where cyclops punches somebody like eight thousand miles like a couple of times during well, these... that happens right here he punches he punches hulk in sydney and he lands in sacramento yeah i think it happens again is what i'm saying yeah because he punches uh, yeah, in yeah. the next oh, page yeah. he punches thor, thor into space yeah yeah <laughs> zaps him from the himalayas mm-hmm. he just teleported over to the himalayas i don't know how much time this is meant to be this this is a montage of several like weeks of fighting cyclops i don't know 
and look and give me that. Uh, give, give give me week one yeah. as a as a narration device, right? Like give me like yeah, yeah. it took us like we were whatever, whatever, whatever. Seventeen hours into the Cyclops War, <laughs> yeah. the Dark Phoenix War, the or Dark like that. the Dark you know? Ops War. <laughs> yeah. Um, we do see Captain Britain doing one thing that's heroic, uh, which makes the yeah. first time that that's happened in this entire series. <laughs> he's helping. <laughs> I think he's not even doing it by himself. He's he's helping somebody else uh, lift up a plane. Um, um, Thor gets punched into space, and then the rest of the Avengers are converging on the beach that we just saw them leave. Uh, I guess they were going yeah. to get the two people, uh, but of course it doesn't. It doesn't work. Cyclops just uh, he uses his AOE attack and pushes them all away. So. Yeah, I, I don't know where Captain America was going. Uh, you know, they're saying take him down. He's like, you can't, you know, you can't take me down. Like, I'm going to rebuild the world and it's not going to be for people like you. Yeah. Um, again, pissed. I do want to say they that say, his, um, uh, hey, his glowing, like, Phoenix uh, necklace chain. Shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> it's dope. Like, it's pretty cool. His mantle. Oh, it's a cool looking. It looks way, it looks so much cooler than the Avengers Academy guy who has the lightning bolts on his outfit. Yes. A hundred percent. Like. Yeah. It's significantly cooler looking. Um, great design. I wish they would make a Dark Phoenix Cyclops action figure. Um, so as he's saying, you know, the age of the Phoenix begins. Uh, they're like, we should try our, uh, Iron Man says, Steve, we have to try our backup plan. Um, you know, and I guess Captain America was reluctant about this for some reason. They had to convince him that now it's time to do this. It's the stupidest thing I ever read because it's what they should have started with and saved innumerable lives. And I, I know this is like uh, drama, right? Like you want to, but like it just, yeah. it doesn't make any, like, cause the, Captain America's whole thing is like tactics and being battle savvy and knowing yep. how to do this stuff. And like, oh, we're going to do the exact same thing that we've gotten beaten up for every single time we've tried it. Uh, again now that he's super super powered up instead of using the thing that we the only shot that we have and that, that yes. may or may not work it's so dumb you know what it is it's anime and i, I don't want to sound like a parody <laughs> but it's like i i saved my my strongest attack for the end yeah yeah start with you know we, we like, talk about this all I, the time start with the strongest attack like what are you doing yeah i, I can't uh i can't risk like there's no reason for me to do my ultimate move. It's got so much gravitas to it. We have to spend three or four, you know, we have to spend 12 issues of dragon ball esque charging before we can use the thing that we know will work. And it just insults your intelligence. Yes. You know, it, it just ends up when characters act stupid for rule of cool reasons, it drives me nuts. Um, the idea here is that we have to get for it to work. They have to get Cyclops down to ground level. So like, Hey, can anybody do it? And Nova takes the, uh, does it can we talk about the bones uh the bones conversation right before this though here let me see oh yeah (laughs) because iron fist (laughs) tells captain america like i believe i believe this will work in my bones and wolverine says if it hurts him you know me and my bones are okay with it and i'm like what do you what (laughs) what is this what are you doing it's real weird yeah, that is a weird line. <laughs> I didn't really think about that. Um, but, but yeah, um, Nova comes out of the sky um, and does a Nova thing where he pushes him to the ground and says that he is kicking uh, Cyclops's ass. Which no, you're not. Um, you're not no, you're not he tackles him, but he Cyclops immediately takes him down. Yeah, and this was all just to give them time to deploy Hope and Scarlet Witch. Yeah, uh, who this is so easy. Yeah, just. Put him in the fight, dog. <laughs> yeah, and they they knew it. it. Like it's played as a reveal. Why are, why are you like they're like? Why are you waiting to the fourth quarter to put Jordan in the game? What are you doing? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't get it. Like they're talking about uh, you know, so flashback to seventy two hours ago, where like 
uh, Captain America is like, oh, I can't believe these two are our only hope and they're fighting. It's not going to work. And Iron Man goes, it will work. This is what happened when they were pointing at each other. Can you imagine if they were pointed at the same direction? Because they're, they're standing in a big crater. And they're going to punch and beam Cyclops. You, using the Phoenix chaos punch. Using uh, Wanda's, you know, chaos magic, which we know hurts the Phoenix mm-hmm. for reasons. They just do it. It's not, there's no, there's nothing, there's no drama. There's no sense to it. You know, it's very frustrating. And then they, during this fight, it's not, it's not bad enough that they just pop them out like this. Like it's some big surprise or whatever. Um, During the actual fight where hope is drawn simultaneously as a like 45 year old woman and a 16 year old girl. um, (laughs) Yeah. uh, They flash back to like 72 hours before where like they're having the fight scarlet witch and and hope are having the fight and then like iron fist is like focus your rage hope and then you know what i'm saying like all of that is just it just yeah. feels super super bad um and then the rest of the avengers come come back I, again captain america has been on and off this plane several times during the last four pages i'm very <laughs> confused about consistently are there two captain americas yeah. in this timeline like i don't know i uh, i don't know mm. uh you know, they're, they're like, you're hurting him. Uh, Wolverine says hurting him's not enough. We got to put him down. And this is, we start getting internal monologue from Cyclops where he's talking about how he wanted to change the world, you know, to see his children grow up, not to be cable, but to be, you know, peaceful. And it shows these like flashbacks of his memories. Uh, it's kind of sweet. He's realizing like somewhere along the way, I went way off track. Uh, again, we did not, nope. we saw that somewhere along the way was two days ago or like a day ago when you turned into dark Phoenix, it was like six hours ago, <laughs> like, or, or, yeah, or however much time has passed, but it was extremely recent. And the only reason that he went off track is because everybody told, kept telling him that he would yep. constantly, there's constantly no, yeah, there's, telling him that there's no, there's no groundwork laid for, for him to feel this guilt at this point. Like, or this kind of guilt, like he could be like, Oh shit, I caused the oceans to set on fire. Cause I turned into dark Phoenix. But him looking back on his time when he was a kid and being like, somewhere along the way, I went off track. And like, we've been seeing, we started at the beginning of this and I read Schism and it's showing the beginning of radicalized Cyclops. Mm -hmm. It makes me feel like this comic is, the the philosophy behind this comic is very cowardly. Yes. Like Cyclops was bad because he was radicalized. Even though that is a context-free looking, you know, that is a centrist, centrist and context-free looking way of looking at it where an extreme is bad in and of itself, regardless of the context. And that is simply not true and has never been like less of a fashionable idea. Mm-hmm. Like this is right in the middle of Obama era optimism. Yes. You know, coming mm-hmm. out in 20, 2012, this would, this is so out of step with how the world looks 10 years later. Yeah. I, I you know this is a relic. It it feels it feels really really outdated. Um and and again like I I have hammered this point home and so have you during this entire thing. Like I really don't feel like Cyclops is doing anything wrong. Like the entire yeah premise of this book, like the entire schism thing. Uh, Wolverine had a point, but also like yep. uh, but that's also like you shouldn't you know train children for war. But Cyclops looks at that and says, well. I mean, we, we, there's only like 300 of us, like literally in the, in the, in the universe, yeah. like I need every hand on deck, you know, there, that's an actual like ideological fight. And I like where that ended up with it, with where everybody splits up. 
this is literally the Avengers coming onto the, the X-Men property trying to kidnap a teenage girl yeah. <laughs> and then getting mad when yeah. Cyclops says, no, please don't do that. And then it, well, it's, it, it's going from there. The girl did not want to be kidnapped at first. Yeah. They just kind of harangued her into being okay with it. Like, this makes the Avengers look like shit. It really does, <laughs> it's dude. Such jerks. It's, uh, and I'm so disappointed yeah. because, like, and as we have talked, you know, a lot, like this, like this, this one panel where Cyclops thinks, but somewhere along the way, I lost track, and he's pushing Xavier as he's a child or whatever. Like, yeah, I mean, somewhere along the way, the fucking world went crazy and almost exterminated your race, and nobody else was willing yeah. to step up to the plate to fucking deal with it besides you, Emma Frost, and Magneto. And that looks bad, but y'all were doing good. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry. (laughs) It was also an interesting story that that was happening. And the status quo of this is interesting. Like, we'll talk about it in a minute. But there are things about it I think are interesting. But that idea of, like, the X-Men are more radicalized and more hardline is fascinating. Yeah. You know, it it justifies the X-Men's place in the Marvel Universe, which is a weird place in general. Like they are, they're superheroes. They save the world, but they always have to have this outsider status. Them doing utopia and being more hardline about it gave them something that differentiated them from like the defenders or any other like superhero team. Like we are, we have an agenda. It's a a political and identity based agenda. Like, yes, we will help save the world, but we also have our own goals, you know? And it was, it was fascinating. Like it was, it was an interesting direction for them to take. And this just feels like it's pulling back on that a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and this is the moment that he starts like actively going crazy and we get some like remnants of the dark Phoenix saga from um, way back when, mm-hmm. where he's like, please kill me before it takes me over. Um, and then it absolutely consumes him and he starts going like full Phoenix force yeah. when um, he starts seeing somebody uh, coming to him from the flames. And it's a, it's a woman shaped figure saying, Scott, this has to stop. Uh, he of course immediately thinks it's Gene. He starts crying. Um, it's, you know, it's you have to let go. But of course, this is not Gene. This is Scarlet Witch and Hope who continue to bash him. Um, and they to punch him. And they punch him so hard yeah. the Phoenix. They leaves. punch the Phoenix out of him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> bummer, because that has to hurt. <laughs> um, that would be pretty bad. Uh, the uh, the idea. So the Phoenix comes up. It flies up in the sky, and uh, Scarlet Witch is like, "The Phoenix left. Don't look at it." And we go back to our 71 hours ago where Captain America is trying to say like, hey, we didn't want the Phoenix into you in the first place. While we're not reckoning with the fact that that's a huge mistake, mm-hmm. uh, that ended up fucking everything up. Uh, like, we didn't want that. Are we just going to send all these people to possibly die just to do the thing we didn't want to have happen in the first place? Yeah. And she doesn't give him an answer. She's like, whatever I decide to do, don't try to stop me. Yeah. You know, and that's that's kind of interesting, but there needs to be some self-reflection that happens. Uh the Phoenix gets into hope. Yeah. Uh Hope now has the Phoenix, which was what would have happened to the Avengers who just minded their own goddamn business in the first place. There's some stuff about uh, you know, uh arriving as the person you are and self-actualization mm-hmm. here. This is the stuff I think I was tying on to the like the earlier stuff. This is what I was thinking about. It's not directly tied to, but it feels like a, a non-theme. Yes. To me, you know, you're something strong trapped in the body of a weakling. You want to change the world, but you don't know what, what it's going to happen. You don't care if things are bad or good. You just want to arrive I, I, and finally be yourself. I feel like that specifically like this, this entire conversation between Captain America and hope right here. Um, th- th- in regards to the, like, the, have you ever felt like you're strong? 
uh, trapped in the body of a weakling. And of course, Captain America's like, yeah, I have some idea of what that feels. Um, it, trying to make that comparison, I don't think works at all because she she hasn't been a weakling. Like she has been, you know, as a child yeah. maybe, yeah. but like ever since like she was brought it back into this timeline from Cable, like she has been, she's been trained. She's been, she was already trained by Cable. She was trained by Cyclops. She has powers. She's used her powers to bring mutants into the world and protect them as much as she can, which is the, all that generation, I think generation X stuff, if I remember right. Um, generation hope. Hope. Thank you. Um, so like this conversation really rings hollow to me. And I don't believe that she feels this. Like, I, I feel like she's probably, she would feel more like confused as to why, honestly, I, I feel like her, the thing with Scarlet Witch is probably like more what she would be feeling more than anything of like, just absolutely pissed. Like you guys, you're, you're right. Like you don't want the thing to happen. You tried to prevent this from happening and now it's going to happen anyway. You should have just never fucking come here. This wasn't your business. Yeah. Um, and it's really frustrating that this, we get this like, Oh, we have to compare her to Captain America too for theme reason. Yeah. And I, I don't, she has I don't to like be it. Captain America, Iron Fist and Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> it's fucking bullshit. Yeah. It's, what I was thinking about earlier and I got, I got confused because it's not specifically gendered. It's empowerment themed. Uh, is the idea. This is her like getting her groove and it reads entirely false, not just as a comparison to Captain America, but like you said, just false with her history. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't feel like a logical next step for this character to me uh, based on what I've read, which is not everything, right? Like there could be some stuff that I missed. Absolutely. But just this idea of like, yeah, I don't actually care if I live or die. I just got to be me is not a theme that is going to be very resonant with me in general, but is also not a theme that I feel like they laid track for. Yeah. Same. Uh, so her having the Phoenix power, she goes around and fixes the world. Yep. Uh, everyone's real shocked that she's doing it. She lands and she says like, I am, I am the Phoenix. She's got the, uh, the white Phoenix costume that Jean had, uh, here, the Avengers are like freaked out, you know, and they're just saying like, you know, chill out, like, just wait a second. Don't try to fight her. Um, and Scarlet, Witch is the one who talks her down um walks up and says uh you know this has to stop you don't get to be the white phoenix who fixes everything um you know and just kind of convinces her to not do it mm -hmm. uh you know comes up and just says like no more playing hero no more uh playing god you're the person who has the strength to let the phoenix force go yeah and they both say no more phoenix the phoenix flies up in the world and makes mutants yes we start seeing, uh, um, we go back over to the, the yeah. cuckoos who see the Phoenix Force blink out. And then, like, uh, the Phoenix Force starts, like, lightning striking down. Um, Spider Man having the worst luck of any superhero in the world. Like, it almost yep. hits him, <laughs> which yeah. is, is <laughs> it turned into, very funny yeah. to me. Like, it's, it's very much that, like, uh, that picture that goes around of, like, God said, fuck those four fish in particular or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> um, but it strikes a little girl and she turns into a mutant. Like, she's got wings. And, uh, yeah. Um, and made a stone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, Spider-Man is like calling this in, uh, and basically saying like, what, what's happening over there? And then, uh, you know, Cyclops, they're watching Cyclops kind of come in, um, his clothes and red and just in shreds and he can't see because real, he, real quick before we get into that. Cause I uh, like the Cyclops stuff that comes after this. Okay. Um, so the idea is that the Phoenix's goal was to come here and create mutants, but the way that the method by which it did it was to get into hope and then have hope choose to reject the power of the Phoenix. 
So like, are we meant to believe that the only way the Phoenix could have created mutants is by going through somebody who rejected it? Like that is, that is some shitty like test stuff. Yeah. Like that does not make sense for me to an alien intelligence like that to like, it's too, it's too spiritual uh, for, for, for the Phoenix. Yeah. Like it is too relatable and pat. I, you know, um, I, the Phoenix could just show up and make mutants. That'd be fine. Or the Phoenix could go into hope and hope could choose to make mutants. That'd be fine. But this articulation of it is bullshit. Uh, like I hate it. I hadn't thought about this because uh, I, I, I hadn't really thought it. Cause I was just like, Oh yeah, well this makes sense. Like they did the no more mutants. Now we got to bring mutants back. This is a really easy way to do it, but you're right. Like it doesn't make a lot of sense. And also when hope was brought back into this world, mutants started appearing um so like her and i always thought that was really weird that that wasn't like i I thought it was strange that her ability wasn't uh was to duplicate and not inspire or enhance like mutant powers right like because if she's if she has like the innate ability to spawn mutant gifts and and a populace that would normally get it then it would make sense that the phoenix would possess her to and give and, and create that and, and yes. expand on that ability so it's it doesn't make any sense that she just lets it go and they and that's what does it yeah yeah it's pretty irritating do you think this is them trying to do the wanda atonement that we keep talking about of like using the chaos magic along with the phoenix force to undo or try to like make up for what she was doing yeah. like yeah i think this is meant to be wanda making amends uh, it's not a, even though she was not in her right mind when it happened, it's not like, I want to see justice, I guess. Yeah. Like I'm not somebody who's baying for, uh, you know, I don't believe in, in jail really in real life, mm-hmm. you know, but it, it is just weird that everyone is expected to emotionally move on from this. There's a, uh, and when I say everybody, I mean, Cyclops. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> just cyclops you know? there's a moment yeah. in avx 11 as they are like getting close to what they what they think is defeating cyclops when captain america says like scott summers you were arrested for crimes of and it gets distracted <laughs> it gets cut off and i'm like for crimes of what like what yeah. what laws has he violated and also if he's violated those laws why the fuck is scarlet witch around like why haven't you put her in yep. jail because that seems like and it's because she's an avenger um and it, yeah and it just it, yeah a lot of the thematic stuff in this is just very very broken <laughs> it yeah it doesn't it doesn't it it falls flat uh in the comic so cyclops gets up he doesn't have the power of the phoenix he doesn't have his visor because he didn't need it mm-hmm. uh as the phoenix and he's just covering his eyes like all this stuff is like, there's good pathos here yeah you know like the idea of him like you know i could see their faces without being able to see it we cut to him in jail he's in a ruby quartz prison you know, so like, uh, like Magneto's plastic prison, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I like Captain America is visiting him just to make fun of him. Uh, it seems like, and drinking out of a Captain America branded branded coffee cup. So, so is it in the jail or did he bring it? <laughs> right, uh, like does oh, he, the, the cup. If he just leaves it, yeah. Does he leave it in <laughs> a like use all my cap merch? Yeah, like yeah. Uh, <laughs> nobody can use this. It's got to be stay clean for when I come in and make fun of Cyclops for twenty minutes every week. Like. <laughs> It's just a really funny thing. I'm like, I don't know. It's the condescension hour featuring Papa Rogers. Um, um, this this is this is good. Um, but I yeah. I also like Cyclops being like, I don't really remember about after a certain point. I nearly destroyed the world. I killed Charles Xavier. All of the I take full responsibility. I see what he's doing here. 
of like mm-hmm. he feels bad for what he did. Um, but I, like I just I just want to go over there and like and just give him a hug and be like, you were right. You were right the whole time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, were, I, you were absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's a it's more than I want for this. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, he says uh, Captain America is trying to figure out. You know, if he, I don't know what he's here for other than to tease him, but he's he's seems like he's trying to get information about the other Phoenix Five. Uh, we see wanted posters for them and Magneto uh, with a hood, like going undercover. Mm-hmm. You know, so the idea is the X-Men that were complicit are now fugitives again. So, uh, and, and, and is, I think is the idea. This is really irritating too, because Magneto was on their fucking side. He came to the Avengers. Like yeah. they, they were, he was like, no, we should take down Cyclops. But like, what is he like? He just didn't want to hang out. And so they're like, no, we, we're going to put up fucking wanted posters for you now. Like what? Yeah, it, it's, it's really contrary to the other new status quo thing they're trying to do yes uh cyclops says like i take full responsibility you should leave them alone and he's and captain america rejects that you know like the phoenix is to blame but they have to turn themselves in um he says uh you know i'll take my share of responsibility for this on utopia right the avengers should have done more to help mutants uh than i i should have done more i allowed the world and hate and fear them for too long which is good uh he doesn't say we should have left this alone in the first place and not have the Phoenix get split into people who weren't hope. Yes. Which is the, the, the thing that I want him to be a culpa. Um, this is foreshadowing them setting up an uncanny Avengers team, which is a fusion uh, team. I've read the beginning of that. Uh, it's pretty good. The red skull gets captain America or, uh, professor Xavier's brain and weaponizes it. Perfect. Um, I love it. It's a, it's a cool Rick Remender comic. I'm looking forward to reading more of it. I wanted to pause it until I read this. Yeah. I have been on, um, I've, I've paused all comic X-Men stuff since we started, started doing this and I'm, yeah, I'm actually really excited to start picking up some more X-Men stuff after, after this. So, um, yeah. he, he also like Captain America also like kind of runs him down for, you know, you waged a war that set friend against friend. Um, and like who waged a war? Who, who was waging the war? <laughs> like, like, yeah, I. Who, who's we? You got a mouse in your pocket? Yeah, like, like I, did did the Avengers solve drought? Yeah, <laughs> like no, did the Avengers solve again, power? Like, what do you elephant elephant in the room? Yeah, you know. Um, uh, and he he's saying like, oh, I guess there's a new age for the Avengers and X Men, and Captain America saying like, don't you dare turn this into a win. Yeah. You killed the best man, one of the best men I've ever known, you know, Xavier. Yeah, I pity you. And I you feel, know, again, just nonstop condescension. Also, I feel like if, if Captain America really knew Xavier, he would not say that. <laughs> like, well, and like, where is, we haven't seen a lot of like the thrilling adventures of Captain America and <laughs> Professor, Professor Xavier. Xavier. <laughs> Incredible team up. Like, I'm going to go fight in World War II. That's cool. I'm going to go train mutants. See ya. Uh, and then they just go about their business. Um, so, uh, there's a little thing with Iron Man having his new faith. I don't care about that. Nope. Um, the uh, Cyclops recognizes that mutants are being born everywhere uh, in these other cells. And he's like, mutants are being born. I was right about the Phoenix. Uh, you know, the Phoenix wasn't here to destroy us. And Cyclops is, or Captain America says, no, only you were here to destroy us. Again, uh, no, not accurate to what not, we saw. Yeah, yeah, at all. It just not not what yeah. happened in the fucking comic book that we just read. Like, I, yeah, if I was reading this I, like I, concurrently, I, dude, if I w- if this was like coming out and I was like really into comic books, I would be fucking infuriated by this because I would just like go back to the lab. Like, when did this happen? Like, when did he say that he wanted yeah. to destroy the world? Uh, up until up he, until he the moment that Emma, he tried. Yeah, 
Yeah, Emma Emma was saying we could remake the world and he was rejecting her and saying, Stop, like get away from me. That's not what we do. Yeah. Like his his moral fortitude lasted until he had full Phoenix, which never would have happened if they hadn't killed the rest of the Phoenix Five or depowered them, right? Mm-hmm. Uh Nova joins the Avengers, who cares? Um the uh Captain America says to Wolverine, like, I'm gonna leave. Uh, you know, it's not that simple. The ends never justify the means. Um, unless you want to say something, Wolverine, Wolverine says he has a eulogy to give. Yeah. Um, which I thought would be in this issue, but it's not. I'm a uh, uh, and then as they're leaving, Cyclops says that's the thing about the Phoenix, there always has to be destruction. Yeah. I uh I've really that this this line that Cyclops has of like, if I could trade places with Z- Professor Xavier, I would without hesitation. I uh I I, I kind of vaguely I've read some stuff after this and I remember Cyclops being like a little bit more aggressive about stuff like even after this. And I can't wait for to see how that articulates because I don't I don't want like sad Cyclops being like, oh, I was wrong. I did a bunch of bad stuff. Yeah. I want him to be like, no, fuck you. Like you guys pushed me into a thing. Yeah. You made me Man, turn you know, into Cyclops t- is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um. So I'm, I'm, I'm I hope that that. Turn, I'm sure it does because I've I've seen some stuff, but like I'm, I'd be curious how all of that stuff is handled from this point out. Um, and then we see Hope, yep. who is uh, says, you know, oh, she's like, I think she's in, she's on the beach again. Like we're we're back to beach. Yep, um, love that beach. Shield has uh, put up, you know, fencing around Utopia, which feels very fucking dystopian in all of this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, no, no trespassing. And then it ends uh, with. Um, with this with this line where you know that's the thing about the phoenix there always has to be destruction before the rebirth and we see like this rose growing out of the wreckage of utopia as uh hope jetpacks away and what are you trying to tell me here <laughs> like what is I, what is what is yeah. this rose supposed to symbolize it's not like the adventures are the one that fucked this place up it wasn't the x-men a, a single dove lands on <laughs> the shoulder this doesn't like, make any fucking sense gary it really irritates me yeah it it's it's bad it it's the whole crossover as a whole i think is a mixed bag uh i think that the most successful i mean maybe we should save that for like when we do the response the episode yeah. i don't want to repeat all of our points but like it, weirdly enough most successful has been an action stuff mm-hmm. like there's been cool some some good fights in this and some good concepts and visuals that have been really cool uh thematically i it feels cowardly to me uh, in a way that I, I dislike. And I just want the adventures of radical ass Cyclops who's off, you know, doing what it takes. And part of that's 2022 brain, like in a post Trump world, this lives feels so different. Mm-hmm. Uh, but part of that is also just, I think that'd be a more interesting story. Yeah, I do too. Absolutely. And and again, I, I, I finished this big crossover event with Cyclops was absolutely right there in the entire thing. Yeah. Like I never really cared yep. about the, the Tony Stark and Captain America argument and the MCU civil war thing. I thought that was not really handled very, very well. Cause it just, it, we're not going to get into the details, but like out of the two Avengers versus X-Men, like Cyclops's team of X-Men were doing the right thing at all times. Like period. Yeah. Only t- the, like, I mean, the Namor stuff, which, you know, hey, it's fucking Namor. What are you going to do? <laughs> you shouldn't give him the Phoenix power. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just, yeah, they shouldn't have split it. There, yeah. There's there's a lot of interesting shit. Like the idea of Cyclops being the only moral person on the team, it, it clings because the idea of like, again, you know, I mentioned this a couple episodes ago, the idea of this being the worst possible five X-Men to get, get the power other than Cyclops, I think is really interesting. Like, you know, former villain, former villain 
two demon possessed characters. Like that's really cool. And Cyclops trying to hold it together, which he did until the end. It just, none of these people who were his friends and colleagues saw that we're seeing the same thing I did. And that was the story I wanted to read. Really interesting. The idea of him being, uh, no, no, we can use this for good. And the people surrounding him, uh, falling prey because they are, they don't have the unshakable moral center that Cyclops has, which is like, you know, uh, core to his character, you know? So I don't know, man, it, it ended up being a pretty frustrating read. I read these last night before bed and it's been a long week and, uh, I was just, it, it, I was irritated, you know, uh, things to like, but irritated. Fuck your life. Bing bong. Uh, hey folks, it's Jeremy. We, 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 we dropped out. So I didn't hear Gary's last rant. I'm going to listen to it back in editing. <laughs> so, um, yeah. but I think that we were, we were probably surprising number of things in there about tort reform. Oh no. Okay. So, so I have a lot of editing yeah. to do tomorrow morning. Great. Yeah. Good, it's, good, good, you're going to have to bleep out a lot of, oh, man. a lot of stuff about, you know, uh, NAFTA and oh, good. the Carta. Okay. Okay. You know, good enough. The gold standard. Yeah. I'm going to put some new user consent laws, put some new tags on the know. podcast, uh, description on Apple yeah. podcast. So we can bring in some new <laughs> listeners with that. Um, <laughs> I think uh, I don't. I don't know about you, but I, I think that's. I, I pretty much had said all my thoughts on the on this issue. Um, I think we'll definitely have more thoughts when it comes to uh, the the overall arc, especially as we start cleaning up stuff in the like consequences series and things like that. Um, but for now, I I just want to stick with that. Cyclops was right. Absolutely, he was. He was always yeah. right about it. All of this stuff. So, if if I have to choose, mm-hmm. that's the that's what I that's the the side I choose. I wish it was handled better. Yeah, me too. So, uh, um, thank you everybody yeah. for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, like we mentioned, uh, I think at the beginning of this episode, um, we've got some ideas for, uh, stuff we're going to cover after AVX. Uh, we may go around some solo runs or some, some just kind of offshoot X-Men books that focus on one or two characters. Uh, we may go look at some, um, first appearances. Uh, we, we've got some ideas. If you guys have feedback that you want to send us about that, um, please do. Daysoffuturecast.com slash contact is the place to be. You can also send us feedback about uh, Avengers versus X-Men, all of the MCU stuff we've been talking about, um, all of that stuff. So uh, please do that. Yeah. Check out the Patreon over at patreon.com slash stuckvtv. Uh, you get some really, really cool stuff if you donate some cash over there. A bunch of, bunch of exclusive content from Gary and Cole, which is super neat. Yeah, we have, uh, and we, we have time to write in those responses. We have at least one more session of AVX cleanup to do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, we don't know how much it'll be. We have to do some scouting. Yeah. Um, so you have, yeah. you have plenty of time. You can also, you know, add us on Twitter or whatever. DM me. My DMs are open because I'm not afraid of the internet. So feel free to send me stuff there if you want to. Um, and yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to be back next week or in a couple of days with more of uh, the fallout from AVX. Rip Xavier, Gary. Rip him. Rip him. Rip him and rip him. Bye, everybody.